Welcome everybody to The Lighter Side with Spontaneous Combustion, Rice's one and only best improv comedy troupe. I'm your host for this week, Bert Odene, here with Braden Schlechty. Hi, Bert. Lily Satherbrink. What's up? Happy to represent women today. <laughs> and Jake Young. Let's go. All right. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the podcast, which is all of you this week, because this is our first podcast, um, Spontaneous Combustion is Rice's improv comedy troupe. And since the pandemic has prevented us from hosting shows in person, you'll be getting us digitally every week until the world gets itself all sorted out. For the next 30 minutes or so, we're going to be playing a few games, answering a few questions, and generally just having a grand old time. How are you guys tonight? Doing pretty well, Bert. You know, really glad to be here, uh, back with the Spoko, making some public content. I'm excited to get this done. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm not going to lie to you, Bert. I would say I'm good, but I'm very depressed because my brain chemical has said it's time to be sad. <laughs> but... <laughs> Other than that, I'm doing all right. Ouch. Well, I hope we can help cheer you up just a little bit tonight. Um, Jake, how about you? I'm doing just dandy. I really am enjoying Criminal Minds. Uh -huh. It's so great. I'm just I'm being taught to be a detective, and it's great studying. Definitely having a blast. We'll have you spearhead interrogation next time we run that. And uh, oh, absolutely. for those of you. For those of you who don't know, that's one of our games, but it's not one we're going to be playing tonight. Instead, we're going to be opening our first ever crowd pleaser with, oh man, our first ever podcast with a crowd pleaser. I just fumbled the transition, but it's a crowd pleaser known as Bachelorette. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with the game, how it works is we have one Bachelorette. That's Jake. Say hi to the lovely people. Happy to be here, ready to find true love. And he is going to be judging three contestants who are going to win his heart, played by me, Lily, and Brayden. Uh, the catch is he has no idea who any of us are. So, Jake, if you could take your headphones off, hit mute, and we'll let the good people back home know. You got it. All right. So the way we do this is we get suggestions. Now, um, Brayden. You asked for someone that Jake has only met in his dreams. Do you remember who that person is? I do indeed. Uh, I am Jake's future self. Come back for a shot at love. Excellent. Now, Lily, you asked mm. for someone that Jake is terrified of. I did. Who might that be? Yeah, I'm a possessed doll. So I'm a small plastic toy with a demon inside. We'll see where that goes. Excellent. And I asked for something that has recently come into Jake's life. Does anyone want to remind me who I am? Ooh, you are ooh. the... I win, Mr. Odenay. Okay, I'm I'm calling on Brayden. Sorry, Lily. That's Thank lame. you so much. Uh, you are a pumpkin spice latte, my good sir. Yes, apparently Jake has just recently found out about pumpkin spice lattes. So I'm going to be representing the coffee community here today. Uh, we're going to give Jake the hand signal to say that he's welcome back on. Jake, you ready to go? Absolutely. All right. Jake, thank you so much for coming. We are thrilled to have you on as the Bachelorette. You have three lovely contestants here before you today. 
and it is at your discretion to start asking questions. I'm so happy to be here. I want to give my rose to the one who captures my heart and really sings to my poetic side of my psyche. Contestant number one, I'm yes. a huge, I'm a huge fan of oh, walks on are. the beach. Oh, wow! How mystifying. Where, where would you take me on our first date? Easy, a Starbucks. Oh, well, I love Starbucks. What drinks oh, I know. would we get? Oh. Oh, there's only one drink you'll be getting, silly. Which is? Oh, I'll, I'll let you find out. Ooh, a man of mystery. I love me some Starbucks. I have a gift card, too. Sounds All the better. fun. All right, contestant number two. Uh, I love my caffeinated drinks, but I also love the movies. Uh, if we were to go to the movies together, uh, what would we go see? Yes, well, I have a certain favorite movie because I see myself represented in it. <laughs> oh, well, I love representation. What movie? It's one that has to do with the little girl and her knife. And her knife? Yes, I love my knife so much, but Mummy keeps putting it away. Okay. I'm intrigued. Do you and like I, knives too? Um, Do you like them in you? I, I like knives to make a nice Caesar salad. Okay, next contestant. Um, I also, I love a, a calm uh, evening reading books together. Uh, if we were to have a book club, uh, what would we read? Well... I know you love books, and I happen to know your favorite book is Name of the Wind, and it's also my favorite book. I read it uh, a while back, um, and seeing as it's, you know, our favorite book, I think it'd be great if we could read it together, you know? That and just sounds talk about that. absolutely yeah. amazing. That's like my dream date. That is so iconic. What's your favorite part of the book? Um, you know... My best guess would happen to think it'd be the same as yours, Jake. Um, oh, that's my yeah. favorite part, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Contestant number that. one. Um, Hello. Please tell me. Um, I'm really curious uh, on our Starbucks date. Please tell me. Um, I want to know more about you as a person. What childhood moment defines you? What childhood moment defines me? Well, that's a very good question. You see, I was born um, among many, many siblings, aunts, uncles on a farm far away from where we are now. And uh, when I was younger, I moved here. And uh, that's that's uh, right about the time that I met you. Oh, we've already met? Yes. Well, a little Ooh. earlier in the week, I don't know if you remember, but I was entranced. I'm just, I'm so very happy to have made your acquaintance. Wow. I, I don't know whether to you know, be admired or kind of scared. I, 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 <laughs> it's, it's quite tantalizing. How, where did we meet? Well, 
at our favorite date place, sweetheart, Starbucks. Oh, of course. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. No, there's no need to be afraid. It was more of a serendipitous thing. You see, you asked for someone matching my description and uh, a mutual friend, let's say, brought us together. Oh, wow. That... <laughs> You, you've given me quite grande expectations. <laughs> oh, I hope that I can fill them to the brim. Uh, <laughs> quite a, a man after my own heart. All right, contestant number two. I yes. I'm I'm curious. Um, <laughs> you seem to have interesting interests. Can you please? What are your favorite hobbies? Yes! Oh my gosh, I'd love to tell you! <clears throat> my favorite hobbies include walking around in all the dresses that you dress me up in and following you everywhere. I just like to see every single thing that you do. And my favorite thing is when you hold me close to you. <laughs> wait, wait a second, we have also met before? Oh my god, you've had me since I knew we're little, and I've been with you the whole way. Too bad your friend Susan didn't make it, too. <laughs> oh, Susan, no! <laughs> Alright, that's number three. Uh, you seem to know a lot about me. Uh, all of you do. All of you seem to know a lot about me. Uh, and I'm curious, um, where do you see us together in 20 years if we were to be uh, uh, dating? Well, in 20 years, I suppose I would be someone completely different, you know? And so it's hard for me to really uh, talk about myself personally, but I think right. I have a really good handle on how you would be. I feel like I know you very well in that regard. Um, and so oh. I, I think in 20 years, you know, it would just be like a relationship I was having with myself almost. <laughs> wow that's i i've learned so much from that uh, um, i just want you to know <laughs> your relationship with me will always be more because i'm someone different than you <laughs> and uh, you might not see me once uh fall has passed but trust me i'll be back next year all right contestant number one uh, yes I, I would I believe we would have such a grand time together. Uh, however, um, I, as a pumpkin spice latte, uh, you're only in season so much and I need a dedicated partner throughout the whole year. I'm sorry. Well, that's understandable. If you ever need someone to uh, warm your hands, come give me a ring come fall. I love sweater weather. All right, contestant number two. Yes. Um, <laughs> Do you have a new knife or dress for me or both? <laughs> well, if if you are Annabelle, that really creepy doll from my past that wants... Uh, are you quite a murderous <laughs> doll? <laughs> you never gave me a name. But and I'm yes. glad I didn't because you, you, you've been a cursed part of my life and <laughs> I wish to be rid of you. Okay, I'll go with my incubus demon. Bye. <laughs> Don't wow. worry, Jake. Uh, the doll does not kill you. I'm living proof of that. <laughs> All right. So, those two contestants, they had their perks, but I had to let them go. I have a feeling, though, that we get along, because are you just me? 
Uh, close. I'd like to think myself a little more mature than you, though. Are you me in 20 years? That I am. <laughs> oh, I, wow. I, I must have guessed that so well because you are me. I knew you would. I did it myself. Well, I would love to get to know you better, so let's spend some time so I can really know what happens. I would love to. All right. Excellent job, Jake. You managed to knock pretty much all of those out of the park first time around. So two thumbs up for me. Why, thank you. It was quite a variety. And all of you seem to have already known me. So it was definitely fun to relive my past and my future. Mm -hmm. Now, I love Bachelorette as much as the next person, yes? However... We have to keep at least a few games in our back pocket for future iterations of this podcast. So the next thing we're going to be doing is a little more of a casual conversation. We are just going to be talking a little bit about, uh, you know, Spoko, how it be, what we do, so on and so forth. How do you guys feel about that? Sounds great, Bert. Yep, I'm not going to say anything that gets redacted. I promise. Splendiferous. Fantastic. Now, you all are on Spoko, obviously. Otherwise, we wouldn't have you on the podcast. But one thing that people who aren't on Spoko ask me a lot is how do we do auditions? Because it is a little counterintuitive, right? In any other, yes. you know, theater club, you would get a script, you'd do auditions, you would get judged based on your acting ability, and then they would decide whether or not to let you on, right? But when you're improvising, do you just... <laughs> show up and improvise yes you just show up and just say things that come to your mind that is exactly what we do and that is no joke spoko improv uh auditions are just that they're improv auditions so i wanted to pose the question to you guys because we get asked this so often what what was your favorite part about auditions what was your least favorite part stories you have etc I definitely have an answer to this. So in my first like round of auditions, because we do auditions and then we do callbacks, um, Brayden was in it was in my round, and so we were doing three line scenes, which is basically where like one person says a line, the other person says a line, and then the first person says a line again, and that's it. And you have to like establish who you are, what you're doing, and all that. So it's a very good improv exercise. So, anyways, I think my favorite moment is when I just walked up to Brayden and I said, oh, "We we Mademoiselle, it was muscle good." <laughs> I'm just like in a terrible French accent, like with my like cigarette, and I inhaled and went, and like just didn't exhale, like didn't understand how cigarettes work. <laughs> Brady, did you swoon? Uh, you know, I believe I did, Jake. I was actually going to mention that story later in my least favorite uh, of our <laughs> auditions because I could have taken on a different character, but at that point I felt pressured into the French accent. And I have a very horrible French accent. Uh, <laughs> so you really threw me for a loop there, Lily. But I guess it worked out in the end. <laughs> yes, it was, <laughs> I'm Russian now. What the hell? Oh my god, it's been a long time since I've done accents. <laughs> but anyways, it was wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was my favorite part of auditions for sure. So, Brayden, you've jokingly given us your least favorite part of auditions. But what about your favorite? I think my favorite part of auditions would have to be the very end. And there's this really complicated game that they play. Uh, 
Or they I guess being the contestants we. play. Yeah, they, we. Um, I haven't done additions yet, so I feel Us weird saying we, them. but I suppose we. Uh, where over meeting three people currently on Spoko, the person trying out gets an accent, uh, like a twitch. A gesture. Uh, and a pose. Yeah, it's so like an action, a gesture, and a pose. They have to use like all three of those in a job interview that they were doing. Um, and so I ended up being this like really creepy geometry teacher and I managed to spin a uh, weird intricate lore about how I could not make straight lines, which is why I was kicked out of uh, being someone who painted the lines on the baseball field and then later out of the Navy. Um, I remember this audition now, like it's coming back to me. It was iconic, it was so good. Um, and I don't know, that was just, it was just really fun to be that weird character talking about his life, uh, especially when Noah popped the question, what if the world ended in what, 10 minutes? What would you do? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That was just a really fun game in my opinion. And I enjoyed doing it. Nice. I think one of the only ones that could rival your geometry teacher might've been when we auditioned Lucas, who is now a Spoko alumnus, uh, May he rest in employment. Um, <laughs> but he he said he was from a what is it East Ingleshire or something like that. And Noah perked up and he goes, "I say I'm from West Ingleshire." And then there was that whole lore about how like the two Ingleshires were perpetually at war. Oh man, oh man, Jake, you were there for that one, right? Yeah, it was so beautiful. It's kind of fun, too, after you are part of Spoko to, like, see everyone else also audition. Because we've all been through it, obviously. So, like, we absolutely understand. Like, and it's so fun. Gosh, it just everyone, how crazy everyone acts. And it's, like, perfect. For, like, it's just, oh, my goodness, so much fun. My first audition, um, my character, the biggest problem for me is I was given the motion where so I was in a crouch and then I had to constantly jump jump up and down, <laughs> slapping both my knees. <laughs> <laughs> so be, regardless of the improv I did, my goodness, I was it was a workout. It was and I kept it up somehow. I kept doing the entire time. And my character was I was a shepherd of just one sheep uh, in Russia. So I had to do an awful accent. And it was so iconic. Nice. Yeah. I have to I say, was, I was legitimately terrified <laughs> during one of my during my callbacks because so I, I actually was in a show at the time. I was in As You Like It through the Vada department. And so I couldn't actually Which was really make, good by the way. That was a really good show. Thank you, Jake. If anyone didn't come to see it, I uh learned how to play a ukulele and sang in the show. But like to, I had to carry the ukulele around in a suitcase, so I perpetually looked like I was like going on a trip. And one time, just like left my CTIS class in the middle of it with a suitcase, and everyone was very concerned. Anyways, but basically, I had, I had to do my callbacks by myself, uh, because I couldn't I couldn't go to the other ones, and so they were very kind and were accommodating. But then it was just me and like six other like men, and I was just like. I don't know what to do with this situation. And so I was like going through the scenes and I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna die. Um, didn't help that it was in a basement. But looking back, I now feel like that's 
very funny. But anyways, it turned out going really well. I ended up, like, for my, like, character thing that Jake talked about, I'm really confident I was a farmer with a British accent who then went to Harvard and then became a ballerina. It's a great story arc. Oh, right. Yeah. That was... <laughs> That was a beautiful mesh of personalities. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough, the only person's audition I was actually here for was Braden's because Jake, you joined before me and Lily, I was the only spoke at the time who could not make your audition. Right. So we like just missed each other in auditions. But yeah, for a brief shining moment in time, we had like three girls on Spoko and they all graduated in the same year. <laughs> yep. And then we picked up another three and that was Lily's uh, matriculating class uh, as it two. were. Two. Two. <laughs> it was, was just off. me and Whitney. It was you and Whitney. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was like, I guess I, I remembered like Noni as having graduated last year, but that's absolutely not true. But yeah, so Whitney graduated and we're back down to Lily holding the line. At least we have one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bert, what was your favorite Spoko uh, memory for your audition? My favorite Spoko memory from my audition? Uh, let's, honestly, it was probably... So the process of like getting to the audition um, itself was like... So I saw a Spoko show. I was like, I really want to audition for that. But... I don't want to do it alone, right? Because that's scary. So I went uh, to like lunch. I was talking with friends. I was like, we should all audition for Spoko because like worst comes to worst. Uh, We take the L and we have a good story. But like best comes to best, like some of us get in, right? Like it could be cool. And the general sentiment at the table was like, yeah, yeah, we'll go to auditions. Like it'll be a good time. I was like, lit. So I show up to auditions and out of like the eight people who verbally committed to showing up and giving each other moral support, there was exactly one there. And it was me. Oh, so <laughs> I I uh, had to re- like I, I couldn't turn back. Right. Because I knew the guy who like showed up, got really scared <laughs> and like turned around and left. So I was like, I guess I have to just full send it. And I was fully convinced I was not going to get a call back walking out because I didn't know three line scenes were a thing. And I was like, I j- my three line scenes were just horrible i was like there's no way any of that was funny there's like no I'm one likes that game sure. we three line like scenes to do is... during practices <laughs> no we hate doing three line scenes it's but just I a big up... oof yeah <laughs> i ended up getting called back and spoko has become my favorite club on your campus. character was so good for, the... for your call back yeah i was for my um for the interview game we do my gesture was like a thumbs up but punching (laughs) forward my pose was sort of like y'all can't see me of course but like leaning back but like just like slight enough so that i couldn't fall and then my voice was something like this (laughs) so i ended up being like a a washed up i think it was like surfer slash pop singer and i gave that as my backstory you sang i did sing i gave that as my backstory and noah who's also a a recent spoko alum flipped around me so it was like so why are you uh at a job interview to be a dentist at our firm and i was like great i have to justify that so there was this whole story arc and it culminated in me singing about how much i loved dentistry um (laughs) as one does as one does and i'm sure i didn't sound all that great um but it was it was a lot of fun and yeah I don't know. I just I, I ended up meeting y'all. It was great. Now, 
we have uh, talked a good bit about Spoko, but what we have not talked about is some stuff that might apply to people who are like thinking about joining, right? And that's not even, we're probably gonna have to cut this. But <laughs> it's okay, they we, know that we make mistakes because yes. nobody's nerfed. <laughs> We we do do improv. We do do improv. <laughs> Sometimes not well, arguably, but we're funny. That's yeah. the fun of it, right? <laughs> the fun of it's trying to be funny, question mark. The oh, long and yes. short of it is we've talked enough about ourselves. We are here to give you a game that involves answering some questions that we have collected from the members of Rice's student body in a game we like to call good advice, bad advice, and really bad advice. Now, for those of you who don't know how this works, one of our three guests is good advice, one is bad advice, one is really bad advice, and I have no idea who any of them are, but I'm going to be guessing. So real quick, I'm going to hop off of the headset and microphones, and they're going to tell you, and they're going to wave me back on. So without further ado, you guys can take over. All right. All right, uh, guys, we got to get him. We can do this. Yes. Um, so previously, I was usually really bad advice, but then I had my really bad advice card taken away because it was too bad. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been demoted to just bad advice, <laughs> not to be trusted. I've taken the torture of really bad advice. Going to bring it in spicy. And I'm going to be doing good advice. We're going to see if I can actually answer your questions. <laughs> <laughs> So to recap, uh, I, Brayden, am good advice. Uh, e Ethan, no, Jake, I'm so sorry. Jake is really bad advice, and Lily is just plain bad advice. All right, let's bring him back. We're doing fun hand gestures for those of you listening along. Yeah, like right. jazz hands. I'm back. You guys ready? Absolutely. Uh, so the first question of the day comes from someone who's definitely not me. Um, Dear Spoko, I just bombed my first midterm. What do? Lily, what do you think? Yeah. So if I were to if I were to say what you should do, um, so so there's a. There's a particular professor at Rice that recommends a certain way of studying. So I would say for the next time that you study, you should you should use this method. Now, specifically, he recommends uh, study marks. And these are margaritas that you drink while you're studying. So it would be my recommendation to take this advice from a professor who, who said it during an Orgo presentation, I believe, and just, just whip up some nice margaritas for yourself for as long as you're over of course <laughs> as long as you're over 21 if not just like chug a bottle of sprite and like pretend it's a margarita and you'll just like feel that sugar rush and that will be enough like we don't need to do drugs to study that's not a good idea so just rely on sugar and caffeine and then also after that I think it would be a, just like a really fabulous idea if you just like went to your professor at like all times of the day, you just kind of like followed him until he gives you a better grade or like file something against you. Could go either way. We don't know. Interesting. Interesting. 
Uh, and for those of you who have not had the certain professor we're talking about, that is a true story. Um, but interesting, I'll keep that in mind. So study Margs and uh, guilting my professor, I guess, into giving me a better grade. Intimidating, I don't know. Whatever you want to classify following them around as. How about you, Braden? Uh, well, I think the first thing that needs to be addressed is what your definition of bombing is. Because I feel like a lot of students come into Rice and they're like, oh no, I made a 60 on a test. My life is over. Because I was one of those students. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I got 60s on several tests and I didn't fail any of my classes. And I said, you know what? This is okay. Uh, so if it is if it is like a true bomb, like worse than that, uh, you have two really options and that is drop the class or uh, study and try and do better next time. A lot of times your first test in, in the class will be your worst test in the class because you don't know what the tests are going to look like. You don't know how to study for that yet. So I would suggest using that one as a benchmark and just trying to improve and study from there. And if you really are concerned about it, talk to your professors. They're there to help you pass. Spoken like a true a week PAA, Braden. And that leaves Jake. What do you suggest I do after bombing my test? That's all said and done. You know, that advice, people have done it. It works all right. You know, you may do better the next test. Try it in true method. When you fail your midterm, it's not you, it's the test. It's not just the teacher, it's actually the establishment of education. So you got to take mm-hmm. to the Supreme Court. You have to fight for your case and prove that it's actually not your studying. You are just, you need this grade. The entire country needs to know that you stand a chance for your midterm and it's unjust. You have to fight for your rights and just take it up, get all the lawyers, get defended up, bring it to the jury. So you deserve at least a B minus and not, not a D. Fight, fight for that. I think that's tried and true. All right. So we have Jake with the suggestion to take it to the Supreme Court. Absolutely. with the suggestion to use it as a benchmark and improve in the future. And Lily uh, suggesting I follow my professor around study margarita in hand. Um, I'll, I'll keep that in the back of my mind while we consider this next question, which is, hi, Spoko. I recently went on Screw Your Roommate and really hit it off with the date my roommate set me up with. Problem is, I'm too nervous to text them back for a second date. How should I go about getting back with the one who I'm trying not to let get away. Brayden, I think you give really good advice on all things related to romance, so I think you should go ahead and kick us off. You're not going to give me time to think here, are you? Wow. Uh, This being my area of expertise, as it were, I think the most important thing is just to establish a baseline conversation. It doesn't have to be anything special, you know, to reestablish the connection. It was a good screw date. My guess is uh, your companion also enjoyed it. So just reach out, ask how they're doing, try to just get a nice conversation going. And I think that's all there is to it. You know, you worry so much about taking the plunge and actually sending the first text that you overthink it and not doing it is worse than trying and failing. You just got to go for it. So you're saying that my date is also like 
a human person with like comparable feelings to my own and they'll respond well to like genuine attempts to reach out and connect? I was not on your date, so I don't know for sure, but I would assume yes. Wow. So, you know, That's I, something to think about. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta disagree with that. Usually, Brayden, you, you have such good advice on this. I just, I think you just missed the mark there. So I think, I think you gotta be a little bit bolder, a little bit more assertive. So, so I think just like for a whole week, just like actually until they respond with like something that you like, you just text them like good morning, but like with a full bit emoji that says like, I love you, you're amazing. Maybe one of them like holding a cat saying just, I just want to give you a hug. And then you just do that in the morning and at night, just like all the good morning and good night texts, like with the bit emojis. And if you're feeling like a little like extra spicy, you can just like post about them on your story and just be like, this is the most amazing person ever. I can't wait for them to text me back. Just private or every... public story. I, I think on your public story, you just got to let everybody know how much you really like them and they'll see that and they'll and they'll reach out to you and you'll, you'll get that second date with all of that love and bitmoji that you have showered them with. Interesting. How about you, Jake? All right. So if you want to get back and you reach out to your to your that woman, the woman or guy or whoever it is is going to get away. Mm-hmm. You, it's, a, it's a fear, right? It's a challenge. Like, it's scary. I admit that. So if you want to conquer your fears, just start at the very top, you know, get some skydiving lessons. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know, go up into plan above rice, have a banner professing your love for this person. And skydive down to rice because that's terrifying. And if you can conquer that and land right at the academic quad um, and then find them, you know, keeping your parachute on so you can show that you just skydived above rice. And then it's like, if you can conquer that, you can conquer anything. Jake, really quick, I have to ask, are you also holding a boombox blasting I will always love you during that. Absolutely. And Kayla's whisper as well, you know. Like one out of each speaker? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That is foolproof. Who can refuse that? Keshav, can you edit that in? (laughs) Hey, so this is uh, Keshav in post, and turns out that we can't put that song in just because it's super, super copyrighted and we don't want to get sued, especially on our first podcast. We're just trying to start out. So, yeah, sorry about that. Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> All right. Well, to, to recap, Braden, you really spoke from the heart here. You suggested I take actionable steps. So I'm going to have to say that you're good advice. You got me again, Braden. You're too good. Uh, J- Jake and Lily. It's uh, it's it's close, honestly. So between okay, Braden suggesting I take it all the way to the Supreme Court and skydive, professing my no, love. No, Jake is. Why is everyone getting my name wrong? Jeez. Did I just say Jake is? You said Braden. <laughs> it's <Yikes>. Jake or <laughs> Who am I? What am I? <laughs> Jake doesn't know anymore. No thoughts. Head empty. It's midterm season. It happens. Absolutely. Yeah. And Lily saying, follow my prof and um, just post about this person on my story. 
I'm I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to say Jake the skydiving is what sent me over the edge. Are you really bad advice? I am really bad advice. Fantastic. Which leaves Lily as just bad advice. Indeed. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for playing. And thank you guys so much for listening. That's our show. Um, thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at Spoco. That's at S-P-O-C-O for updates, photos, and other fun stuff. Follow us on Twitch at Rice Spoco for future projects, including a live show, maybe, potentially. For any business inquiries, email us at Spoco Rice. That's Spoco like I spelled it, rice like the grain, at gmail.com. Thank you. We'll see you next week on The Lighter Side.